We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. This week I have a fantastic guest. She's a badass lady. We're gonna talk about life and theater, all kinds of things. But before we get to her, hey. Thanks for watching or listening or however you're taking in this podcast. Please take a second to like, follow, subscribe, leave a comment, say so. I don't know. Make the make the podcast feel special. Um, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. You can find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Follow me on all my social media. I'm on all of it. Um, say hello, and I put out a lot of fun stuff. Also, please support this and all my shows by joining the Patreon. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, and Cameo. I'm on Cameo, so if you want to give a unique gift, I write uh, personalized songs for everybody who gets a cameo. Now, with all that out of the way, my guest today is, uh, she's hilarious. She's a talented, talented artist. She's an, she's an actress, and she's dipping her little toes into the comedy world. Um, you may know her from the SDSC show. Uh, hey, computer lady, play that interview with Leedy Corbin. Playing interview with Leedy Corbin. Leedy, you're back. You're Kristen. back on the show. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Anytime. It's such a pleasure. Um, and, yeah, I was, I was, we were about to start chit-chatting before I hit record. So much has changed since I've known you but one of the <laughs> things how often had you traveled before you got mixed up with um the social distancing social club and Steve Hofstetter well I had only been on a plane once and then I only uh went on small road trips to like Durango Colorado uh, your family, before right? before Steve Hofstetter, and now I'm now if I'm home for a week, I'm like, wow, I must not be doing anything right now. I'm I have time off. This is crazy. I have a whole wardrobe to choose from. That's you just a, a suitcase. And your Instagram is wonderful of you, Thank you modeling your wardrobes, which is so fun. <laughs> so how did this happen? How did this come? Where you? I mean, I know you've always been an actress, like you were a child actress, um, but how did it go from just like small family trips to Durango? to like being on tour with Steve now? Like, what was that journey like? Oh, man. I mean, I think it's a lot of luck. Steve and I have argued about this. Uh, what does he think it was? Drugs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kidnapping? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Are you being trafficked and we don't know? Blink. Blink if you're being trafficked. I was, I was legally an adult when I got the job to go on tour. <laughs> Uh, he is paying me extra to say that, but gonna write a strongly um, worded letter to Steve Hofstetter. <laughs> uh, oh my God, he I suppose he says I work for it. I think I fell into it. <laughs> uh, but I'm so glad I did because uh, I was I was just in my room in the pandemic doing things on Zoom. I had just gotten my diploma via uh, my English teacher driving to my house and dropping it off. <laughs> <laughs> So it is was, that legal? Are they supposed to mail it? That... <laughs> I don't know. I went to a weird ass school. I don't know what they're supposed to do. It was pre-pandemic. All our teachers <laughs> yeah. did that. Yeah. Camping was a requ required class at my school. <laughs> Nothing was normal. <laughs> wow. uh, but uh, I, I just started going to the virtual shows and comedy had always been something that I wanted to get into. Like I have an old uh, stand up, leady stand up file that I started writing in 2016. <laughs> That's awesome. um but uh it was always something i really admired because i think funny people are just the absolute most incredible people on the planet disagree uh, but go on <laughs> um i'm not just saying that because they pay my bills but um 
uh but yeah I, I i feel like i just lucked out right place right time uh and got got uh noticed in the zoom crowd doodling away and steve was like what's going on there and then i showed my drawing and i came back and i, I was i just annoyed him until he hired me i don't know that that's true but it's a fun story <laughs> that way yeah and i've never seen anybody that that does what you do um oh. so i think it's no and especially in this in this field of comedy when you see a comedian that's using other outlets to just get because i i think it comes down to getting a laugh whether you have a musical instrument which i will defend to the day i die that it's okay to play an instrument and be a comedian absolutely um, well there's anyone just so... who's anyone who calls it a gimmick can fuck off who said gimmick lady me. nobody said gimmick. <laughs> no agreed agreed i think whatever tools you have at your disposal whatever talents you have if that enhances a joke or brings comedy in i think it it uh it adds another layer to this onion of comedy and when you brought in um, the visual of a joke, because we say it and people imagine it, but then when you took it to that new onion layer of actually like drawing <laughs> a cartoon of whatever we are, the sick shit that's in our head, somehow you make it safer <laughs> and like more okay. Oh, that's so sweet. I feel like I draw a lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's because the comics that you got mashed up with, like, I would like to know if you, like, if you came and did my show for a week, Friday Live at Five, oh, damn, and you'd come up, you're like, I drew twice as many dicks at your show. I'm Maybe. curious. Maybe, and I'm about to hop a plane tomorrow to head to Edinburgh to the Fringe Festival to draw shows there. You're so gonna... goodness knows if it'll be the same amount of smut or something else. I don't know. We'll it's see. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I, I can't, can't wait. wait to, I can't wait to see it. I hope you post it. I'm so um, excited. So where all have you been now in the last, I mean, let's just say what year and a half i think is when you got oh my god scooped up uh abducted yeah, it's been about a year and a half ish uh and i've been all over i went i left the country for the first time going all across canada we hit uh we started in vancouver and then ended in ottawa uh and that was wonderful uh i live on the east coast now which blows my fucking mind am i We're... cursing too much are we no 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 you're fine it's up to the guest yeah oh great yeah. uh yeah i i've been all across the east coast all around the south the only area i haven't really done is what steve is doing right now which is like oregon uh you know up there oregon seattle that Pacific area northwest yeah. yes thank you <laughs> beautiful Oops. it's a great place to be yeah yeah i know i'm so bummed i haven't gotten to go yet but that's the only area of um the u.s that i haven't been to just yet how was it going from uh new mexico to like the new york area um new well york, jersey yeah am i right i about wake that? up to a lot yeah new york jersey area uh i wake up to a lot more pleasant noises now just <laughs> <is> nice <laughs> it's I'm, a lot so less um oh, oh my god i mean buckle in uh when i was little i once woke up to the sound of a meth head who had broken into our garage and stolen a drill trying to take a drill to our back screen door, which was right by my bedroom. And when that didn't work, he just threw it through the window. So you got out of, you got out of, Albu you escaped Albuquerque. I did, I did. And you know, it was, I, I will now do anything to stay on the East Coast. I couldn't Don't go back. say that, you're gonna Albuquerque. get trafficked. Uh, well, I mean, if someone's watching this and they will traffic me, but also pay the bills. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's sugar daddying. There's a very... Does anyone want to be my sugar daddy? <laughs> oh my god! For the first time, this show gets mail. God damn it! <laughs> Do you have a P 
P.O. box where the sugar daddies can reach me? <laughs> I do have a P.O. box. Yes, yes. Oh, really? That's yeah. so fun. Do people send you things? Sometimes they do. That's why I have a P.O. box because oh, some right. things got sent and I and my wife was like, I don't want that in the house. And I was like, oh, OK, I'll, I'll get a P.O. box and that way I can sneak it. I'll sneak it in the house. So she never. What were it. these things? Oh, <laughs> just, fun. you know, I'm into like cats and and I talk about butt stuff a lot on the show. And so usually stuff that have to do with cat buttholes get sent to me. Like I got a whole coloring book of cat buttholes. I got um, a Kleenex dispenser of a cat and the tissues come out its ass. So things oh like if it has a cat or an asshole on it, people like to send them to me. And so now I have a wow. peel box and then I'll sneak them in the house and they live in my office now. That's okay. amazing. Colleen got me this. It's supposed to be a gravy boat, but I told my wife it's a pen holder so I can have it. I love that. <laughs> A brandy boat, you said? Gravy for gravy. Gravy. I was like, what's a brandy? I know I don't drink yet. You know, brandy, brandy, just for sipping brandies. <laughs> I was so concerned. Like, do you stick the bottle in there? Is it like a bottle display? That's what I was imagining. It's for sex. No, it's uh, not. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So you're you're now on the East Coast. You're you're open to all kinds of more culture and class in, you know, Jersey and everything. Do you get mm -hmm. to see shows? Like, I know that you're a theater buff. Do you get to take in shows? I do because I can do what I want now. And also a grown up with your own I know, money. <laughs> I know. And I'm so irresponsible with my money. But, but so I could die tomorrow. Be. So I'm gonna spend my money. <laughs> What's the savings? Like <laughs> uh, I I did I did a Disney movie when I was a kid and I hadn't haven't touched that money since. So I've only recent recently started dipping into it. So yeah, I went to see a show at Radio City the other day called Work the World. Uh, oh, that's awesome. and it was awesome. It was, it's the drag race show, but I, we're not going to talk about drag. We can race. talk about we're anything you want. This is your show. This is your show. What are you into? You know, apparently sugar spending daddies. money, not having savings, sugar daddies. Yeah. And you're going to go buy a brandy boat. <laughs> just oh sip God. your brandies out of. I'm just picturing you now, just walking, like running through the streets of New York, throwing Disney money at people. <laughs> I do see a show and you go see a show and a show for me. <laughs> going to see Broadway, you know, like I you... was, I was a nightmare to live with, with a uh, friend of, friend of the podcast, Brett Druck. I'd be like, let's go see a musical. Let's go see, the, let's go see this. Like, calm down. Like, no, I live in New York now. <laughs> when well, you're, you're under 20, right at 20, you're at that age. I'm right at 20. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're at that. Yeah. I'm so old. You have a lot of energy and you, you have <laughs> the, I don't know. There's something really exciting about having your own money for the first time oh my god yeah i still but... feel that way when i'm like i i want that shirt i'm gonna buy that shirt it's my money exactly I can have it. yeah and when i lived with my parents there was a lot of fashion i couldn't buy because my dad would go that's your dad's job that's his job yeah. and then when he's when, when you're 18 you can walk around naked and then girls <laughs> do they're like i'm 18 i'm just gonna go nude that's precisely what I'm doing it. And I'm doing it all across the country at several uh, comedy venues and theaters worldwide. So I hope my dad's happy. <laughs> I bet he is. Oh my gosh. Because it's your money. Because it's my money. This is like, like a J.G. Whitworth ad. Always... It's her money yes. and she needs it now. <laughs> For everything else, there's Disney money. <laughs> is that MasterCard? I think so. Uh, <laughs> but he would never stop me. He was just like, he would just judge it if I, if I walked out wearing it, which I think is great. I think that's a good walking the line for a dad to do. That's fair. I think that's yeah. totally fair. Totally. But now you've got, you can do whatever you want. So what have you seen? What have you, like, what are some of your favorite, uh, like, like what, what have been some good 
Leedy throwing money at Broadway? <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I did. I saw. I won the lottery to Book of Mormon, uh, and to uh, Come From Away, and to Wicked. Who was in the cast of the Wicked that you saw? If I'm remembering correctly, Jessica Vosk was uh, was Elphaba, but I could be wrong. Okay. And she's my favorite that I've ever seen. And I've seen this show like nine times. Nine times? Was, was it nine there. different casts or did you go see a couple casts multiple times? I went to see a couple of casts multiple times and I watched it from the orchestra pit once. That was really cool. I watched it from the drummer's cave one time. How do you uh, get in there? Well, my mom uh, gets hired uh, to play the percussion in the touring shows. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's so freaking cool. She is the toughest setup, though. It's such a hard musical for her to do. Really? So every time it comes around, I'm so excited. And she's like, oh. Who was in the original cast? Was that, was that uh, Kristen Chenoweth and um, Idina Menzel? Idina Menzel, yeah. Adele Dazim, yeah. Idele um, Dazim and, and Kristen Chenoweth. And I can't, I can't imagine, because now I'm a huge Kristen Chenoweth. Am I saying that right? I'm, I follow I her so. Instagram. And she hits yeah. my notes all the time. And oh, sometimes She's amazing. You seen her harmonizing with uh, car alarms? No. It's what? really funny. Yeah, that she's anytime, anytime an alarm goes off, she'll hear it and then she'll start harmonizing with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my gosh, fantastic. she's fantastic. Her voice is so clear; it makes me so mad because I'm a soprano and I, I, my vibrato is out of control because I was trained. I was a professional opera singer for much of my life. So I just, I'm not as Wait, clear. Just say yes. much of my life again. I just think much it's so life. cute. Oh, okay, <laughs> keep going. My... I'm 20. <laughs> I saw these kids in the pool the other day. It's like, I've been doing that since I was a little kid. He was eight. He was like, since I was a little kid, I've been doing that. Bad habits. I'm like, all right, old man. <laughs> Usually I try to, I try to change up the language I use based on the age of the people I'm hanging out with, but I forgot to do that just now. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Kristen, we got it. No, but you were no, so- I just, uh... <laughs> how you've been singing opera since how old were you when you started singing opera well when i was homeschooled uh which was before middle school i was in a an opera writing class every thursday so i've been <laughs> i've been singing opera i don't know if you could count it as really singing at that age but i suppose since i was like seven or eight that's awesome and i think that's neat to do homeschool when it's artistic and not just freaky jesus stuff i mean no yes. offense to freaky jesus because i'm sure we were close to homeschooling because we were so jesus-y but thank god for public school <laughs> oh man yeah no my it wasn't like that for me at all i uh my mom is actually amazing she did it because she said she didn't like the idea that for the most like formative years of her kid's life she would just be shipping them off to public school. And I think Albuquerque at the time was 50th in the it's, country. It was 50th, yeah. 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 So my mom was like, you know what? I don't think that they spend enough time making tiny humans into good people. And I think uh, I'll just try to do that. So my mom was waking up at like 4 a.m. to milk our goats. Then shut she up. Would, you just yes. shut up. That's yes. <laughs> this she is why I didn't think we were going to stick to your topic very much. You're just a, a wealth of sentences that just other people on the show sense. haven't said. My mom would wake up, milk the goats, like moms do. It gets worse. Homeschool me an opera. At, <laughs> she would wake up at 4 a.m. She would milk the goats. Then she would go to jazzercise class, which she taught. Then she comes home and she has to homeschool three tiny children while working two jobs which are both music jobs because she's a professional musician. 
I want to have your mom on the show next. You should. You freaking should. She's a powerhouse. She's so crazy. Question one. I need you life. to drum the entire score to Wicked before we get started. Then we can. She's okay. like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but my mom was doing the percussion part, not the the drum part. They're actually two separate things. That's how hard the both parts are. I want to. I'm gonna download the soundtrack right now, and I'm gonna listen to all of it. The music. Absolutely. And everything. How much have you heard? I've been, I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, we oh, went, cool. we went to see Wicked when it came to the Pantages Theater. Um, this was back when I was still drinking. So we had like dinner and a glass of wine. Then I had like a pre, a pregame wine. And then we watched the first act. And the first act I think is amazing because it ends on that. Ah, uh, yeah. What I thought the, the play was called. And then, um, we, I, I chugged three glasses of wine and came back. And then I was like, I don't even think there needs to be a second act. <laughs> I don't really remember what happened after halftime. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I, have, I haven't gotten to do quite as much yet because uh, I got to make friends first. <laughs> but once I have some friends, then we'll get smashed and go see shows. <laughs> right. I mean, but that one, I kind of, I mean, I still don't know how it ends, but I know how it middles. Like, oh man i got to the middle and it's it's beautiful and so so what is it like what is it about that one uh yeah i'm i'm a big musicals person but what it is about wicked is that i think it's such a strong story like i think that there's every rewatch there's some little easter egg they've thrown in you notice oh wow they weaved that important plot point in so seamlessly it didn't feel forced this plot is so great these character arcs are wonderful uh, and I was talking with someone the other day about Wicked, and uh, and he said, I just love it when two characters have to go different paths. And I love that, too, because both Glinda and Elphaba are very, like, equally important, I would argue, in this musical. And they're both equally fleshed out in such beautiful ways. And it makes me so happy. And it also feels like I've always had, like, a part of my brain that is a Glinda and part of my brain that is an Elphaba. So I just, like at different points in my life have related to both of these characters in different ways. Uh, I just think it's so solid all the way around. The music, the acting, and it's the spectacle. Ugh. Yeah. It's yeah. something. It's something. It's you're not in a theater for that. You're it really is it's it's it it um it's escapism. <clears throat> oh it, yeah. Because it really it takes you out of your seat. And the nostalgia for some people for like who grew up watching Wizard of Oz. Lots uh, of us. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, I see how that fits into this other story that's pretty great, too. And yeah. you never think about, like, Wicked Witch siblings. Like, you just, yeah. it's mentioned so quickly, but you never think about, like, what it's like to have, like, like villains' siblings and, like, mm -hmm. who's good. Like, whatever. It's, it's really neat, especially having oh, siblings. Yeah. The Wicked Witch of the East is just, like, mentioned in the beginning, but then in Wicked, they've fleshed out who Nessa Rose is. Like, I, I love it. It's so beautiful. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I have to go see it for the 10th time. You, I, yes, let's go fly out oh, here. Oh, we'll go see oh, it. Oh, I'd love that. I would love that. Oh my God. If we both ever get time off at the same time, we would have, <laughs> we would have a blast. It's never going to happen, is it? <laughs> I like how realistic you are. It's time for five quick questions. As you know, this is a podcast in three parts. We chit chat for a little bit. We play five quick questions and then we do a rad lib and everybody goes home happy. I've changed the quick questions a bit because uh, <gasps> trivia was getting boring. So these are uh, more icebreaker <clears throat> questions, kind of tailored slightly to your topic you're offered triple the amount you've ever been paid to perform on broadway 
but you have to perform the entire show and audience is naked. Do you take the gig? I'm really trying to think of a downside. <laughs> People, have, I mean, I ask comedians, offered three times the amount, would you play a nudist convention naked? Would you do it? We have so many no's. And I'm like, I don't get what? it. What? I don't get it. I Where's would do it. Where's the downside? I, <laughs> I don't get see to be it. Naked. I mean, I should be paying you. <laughs> um, is the audience naked too? Yes, everybody's this nudist. Is great. The whole thing's a nudist experience. They're naked. The whole cast is naked. You're naked. This is the only, yeah. So. Offer three times your normal rate to perform, we'll say on Broadway, best gig ever, um, naked, nudist, do you take the gig? Yeah, you could pay me nothing. I'd do that. <laughs> Hang on, I got my P.O. box is full again. I need to empty it. <laughs> uh. Okay, question number two. You're about to swear and you noticed a child in the room. What is your go-to near swear? I suppose fudge. But I, it, it also depends on the child. If if it's like a younger child, uh, like like maybe they're in a Zoom audience at a Steve show or something, I don't hold back. You brought your kid to this. This is not my job to That's keep fair. your kid. Also, I think that we give words a lot of power that we don't need to. So I just don't think cursing is that bad either. Okay. But around my extended family, I do have to be very, very um, careful. So I'll say fudge or I'll say friggin'. You know, say, I say things like that. Like I was, I was in Branson, Missouri, with my family. Yes. Oh. Love we, Branson, Missouri. We watched a musical called Jesus Live. <laughs> don't don't spoil the ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so high budget. It was crazy. There were parts that looked so like real and incredible. Like when there was the whole walking on water scene oh. it looked so real but then at the end when jesus is being like sorry spoilers Spoiler. when he's being called up uh you can see the little wires attached to this actor Aww. <laughs> and he slowly gets lifted upwards we know you're not jesus bitch. <laughs> and then as we were leaving i leaned over to my mom and i was like i love good science fiction <laughs> Why were you at Jesus Jesus Live? I'm like Jesus the Gathering, Jesus the Musical, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus the Live. Gathering. Right. <laughs> why why did why did of all the the things to see in Branson, there's the Bobby Vinton Theater, there's the River Dancers. You could have gone to Silver Dollar City. Why did you choose I know Branson? Titanic <laughs> because exhibit? I was not in charge, that's why. Okay. Um my my granddad, it was for his 80th birthday. That's and apparently fair. He and my grandma have seen Jesus live before and wanted to go see it again. <sighs> okay. Um, oh, this is a really weird one. This one is a really weird one. You've got to choose a new profession, but the profession that you choose has to fight other professions in a death match using only the tools of their trade. What is your new profession and why would you win? Assassin. <laughs> be a little smart ass about yeah because i always pick gynecologists because i got some cool tools um so i'd have to now i have to fight off an assassin using only a speculum oh my god <laughs> that's a great visual if i was drawing this i mean <laughs> last two here's where it gets we get off the rails last two questions number four number four you're you're kidnapped and you're entered into a hot dog eating contest for your life how many hot dogs can you eat oh i'm gonna die oh. <laughs> I have a similar attitude to you. I have, but I don't want to hear your answer before. <laughs> I'm gonna say, do I get the bun too? Yeah, it's like a hot dog eating contest. You gotta eat the wiener and the bun. Okay, 
Oh man, maybe, maybe seven or eight, but I, I don't know. That would That's be really a good stretching. amount. You might, yeah. you might beat somebody. Maybe you my could... siblings call me tiny stomach. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to be good in this contest and I don't eat hot dogs. All right. Question number five, question number five, you are kidnapped. I'm so sorry. You keep getting kidnapped. You're kidnapped and forced into a karaoke contest to save your life. What song do you sing? For the um shallow and i get the kidnapper to sing with me we build a connection we fall in love and he discovers me in the process so and then you assassin the shit out of me <laughs> all of these kidnapping scenarios are could be so close to real for me so this is really training this, <laughs> this is, is that's training. so smart no one's ever mentioned i'm gonna sing a duet with the person <laughs> that, and we're gonna form a connection and mm -hmm. i'm gonna make them the star and then fireworks can't help but love me you're gonna survive you're I, you're <laughs> fine you are gonna be in the just second fine. scenario is this before or after the contest well you've already died in a hot dog eating contest you Dang ate it. you ate seven or eight which i yeah yeah but That's if you had lived, if you had lived, that karaoke night would have been amazing. And now it's time for Rad Libs. Here's what happened. I've written a story. I've left out some parts of speech. And oh, wow. Um, now I just need you to give me those parts of speech together. We're going to make a hilarious story. Lady, are you ready to play Rad Libs with me? I'm so ready. All right. This one starts with a body part. I'm going to go for pinky. Pinky toe. Pinky. Yes. I need a verb ending in ing. Obeying. <laughs> Okay, this is fun. Uh, an <laughs> occupation. Occupation. We'll go for lawyer. We mentioned that earlier. <laughs> this is fun. I need a female name. Brenda. Any word that starts with the letter B. Bubble. I need a company or a business. Adidas. I need an adjective. Old fashioned. It's like you're reading over my shoulder. Uh, a verb ending in ing. Untying. A body part. Bicep. A famous female. Angelina Jolie. Increment of time. I'll just say, uh, no, I said two seconds last time. I remember that. Uh, this time we'll say one second. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta really mix it up. Changing it up. <laughs> yeah. A lot of verb ending in ing's on this one. So another verb ending in ing. Damaging. A liquid. Milk. Article of clothing. Pants. 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 Another body part. A leg. A question. Why? Another body part. Head. Uh, a pet. <clears throat> a pet name. Boob de coo. Boob de coo. <laughs> it's not a pet name. It's something that uh, that an old ex of mine, when his family would go to fancy restaurants, uh, he would they would put down that name uh, for so it would be like boob de coo party of five. Boob de coo. Works right. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Are you and and nobody else is confused with it. No, no, we're the drugs. <laughs> we, we are not the boob de coo. <laughs> Uh, an adjective? Plucky. Another adjective? Um, faithful. A verb? Kick. We have a story. We got a great story. <laughs> I was inspired by your accomplishments over the last year and a half, so this story is just called A Woman's Guide for Success. This is a woman's, woman's guide for success. As a modern woman, you can do anything you set your pinky toe to. Gone are the days of women's work being typing memos and obeying the dishes. <laughs> Today, women can be lawyers, doctors, and even lawyers. <laughs> Excellent. So, how do you go from being Brenda Bubble to the CEO of Adidas? By doing what other old-fashioned women have done. <laughs> <laughs> 
untying their biceps off. <laughs> the famous Angelina Jolie was quoted saying that her secret to success was spending one second every night damaging a bath with a glass of milk. She also said to dress for the job you want. If you were interviewing for an office position, wear your best pants. <laughs> the ones to really accentuate your leg. <laughs> Just <When> one. You... <laughs> wow. Those pants really make your leg look good. When you enter a room, you want everyone to wonder why. <laughs> Most importantly, know your worth every morning. Look at your head in the mirror and say, boob de coo you are lucky, you are faithful, and people kick you. <laughs> Slow clap for women's success. Oh, wow. That's excellent. Do you write the format for this? Like you write the, you write all of this? Yeah, I write, I've written, I write so many rad libs for, these are all rad libs. That's amazing. Way to go. Thanks. No one ever appreciates my, <laughs> I write so many of them. The whole uh, podcast just now is just going to be that moment at the end. Hi, it's Lady. Do you write all your, I sure do. Bye. Thank you. Comment down below if you also appreciate Kristen. She's going to be the CEO of Adidas, so. I could be. I am plucky. I am faithful. And <laughs> God damn it, people kick me. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. I liked the uh, lawyers, doctors, or even lawyers. <laughs> you mean a liar, a doctor, or a liar? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend one second tonight damaging my bath, <laughs> drinking a glass drinking of milk. Drinking a glass of milk. What did you do to the... <laughs> my wife would be like, it's because you dyed your hair in there again, didn't you? <laughs> Oh my god i know That's how to damage so a bad i want to frame that on my wall against like a like a a really dramatic uh photograph of the sunset or something and it's just the whole rad lib I will send I think you that's that. very inspirational. If you send me your P.O. box, I will actually, I'm going to take footprints with oh, Jesus' thing, erase yes. that, put this in its instead in that <laughs> cursive, and this will be your rad lib saying, and I will, I will send it to you. Or at least I'll send you a digital file of that in like an hour. Oh, brilliant. And I will post it immediately. Yeah. So um, <laughs> tell the viewers, tell the listeners um, where they can find and follow and friend you and what you have coming up. Oh, man. Well, you can find me on all the socials under uh, just my name, Lady Corbin. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Lady Corbin. Uh, you can find me in Edinburgh until August 17th, uh, doing some shows here and there, possibly closing a show called Set List, drawing for a wonderful uh, musical comedian named David Hoare, uh, spelled H-O-A-R, I believe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'll be on tour with Steve for as long as he'll have Ever. me until he kicks me up. Yeah. So forever, basically. <laughs> forever, oh forever. I will be on tour with Steve. You're always plucky and faithful to have on the show. <laughs> Thank um, you for kicking me. Oh, I'm going to have you. Oh, yeah. I will kick you on the show again, um, probably <laughs> in the next six months or so, because you're, you're one of my absolute favorites. So please come back anytime. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Interview complete. Saying goodbye to Lady by clicking her heels together and chanting. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There oh hi. Um thank you, Lady, for coming on. Always fun to talk to you guys. Thank you for watching or listening or however you're taking in this podcast. Please don't forget. Like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. Find me through my website, kristenkey.com. Follow me on all my social media. Join my Patreon. Get a cameo. Next time, I'll be bringing you another hilarious guest. We're going to chit-chat. We'll play five quick questions, and then we'll do a rad lib, and then everybody goes home better people. Until next time.
Spotify. Hello?